Hey there, Quack 12 fans. It's your boy, Adam Shamail. Just wanted to hop on to let you know what Aaron and I's plans for the podcast is for the next couple of months as we dive deep into the off-season. Now, Aaron and I, as you know, have a Patreon, a Quack 12 Patreon, which is basically a, a, a site that allows you to support the podcast if you want for a measly $5 a month. You can get a bunch of really good, well, well, we believe really good, entertaining duck content that we've made over the years. It's kind of just been building up there, and there's just hours of real good stuff there as kind of a, a thank you for $5 a month chipping in, helping us make the podcast. We thought, hey, what would get people more into it than just a a little taster, if you will, a Patreon preview? And so we will be releasing what was previously exclusive content, and we'll be putting it on the main feed for everybody to listen to. We're very excited about this, Um, starting with the series we call Quack in Time, which is, eh, it's kind of what it sounds like. It's uh, two Duck fans going back in time and recapping in football history. The sound quality isn't the best, but hey, it's pretty good for the time period, right? And if you like this, you can find all the other seasons, well, just about all the other seasons, covered right now on the Quack 12 Patreon. So head on over there. You're going to love it. I hope anyways. Um, yeah, let's head back in time. With another year round the sun complete, the good fruits of blackberry, barley, and milk have turned the moonshine into something quite successful. The boys now find themselves living a life of luxury as they follow their favorite team, the Oregon Ducks, in the year 1898. This episode of Quack 12 Podcast is brought to you by Walter Baker & Co.'s Breakfast Cocoa. Get the genuine article. Walter Baker & Co.'s Breakfast Cocoa. Pure, delicious, nutritious. Costs less than one cent a cup. Be sure that the package bears our trademark. Walter Baker & Co.'s Limited, Dorchester, Mass. Well, listeners, it's been, as you all know, a calendar year since you've Ooh. heard us. Uh, we used to be, you know, 21st century men. Yep. But we got sucked back into a time portal to 1894, uh, and instead of leaping in random years like we had in the past, we're just we're living it out. We're living uh, in 1890, and it started off pretty bad, as y'all know. But uh, things have changed, wouldn't you That's say? Right. Aaron? I would say this has maybe been our best year. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what year it's it was, this is our best year. We're really yeah. kind of crushing it right now. Yeah. So I guess we should update it. You're probably wondering how we're recording this podcast. As you know, we uh, still have a cell phone here. We <laughs> are leaving the phone behind, and whenever mm-hmm. it's found by us, we will then upload it in present day. So that way, exactly. these are old recordings of us now today. If that ancient, some would say. Yeah, but and, anywho, yeah, I anywho. just have to say we have to. We've had the most celebrated year, mm-hmm. probably ever. Mm-hmm. I am kind of honored that we have so many families trying to uh, set us up with their daughters. It's mm-hmm. probably wrong, but well, it does make you feel good. I'm I'm staying true to you know to my my 21st century woman. 
And oh, uh, hey, that's right. no, yeah, I'm not saying I'm doing anything. I'm just saying no, it's no, an no. honor to for them to be like you should. They really call meet us my the daughter. Chased Boys, the Chased Boys, <laughs> the Chased Boys podcast. But uh, we st- we party, we party hard Baby, back here, we and now party. we're rich. We're rich as hell. We Amen. we own this town. Blackberry wine, Blackberry wine. So Aaron's uh, moonshine, yep. aka Blackberry wine. Has taken off. People love it. Um, we've, you know, there's not as much suing going on, so people don't aren't able to really retaliate us uh, when they when the occasional person well, goes blind from drinking it. So that's well, good for you, our company. One, we really did, you know, we uh, inserted ourselves in a proper spot where we do kind of also have a strong arm on politics because we mm-hmm. are creating mm-hmm. the shit out of jobs right now. Absolutely. We are number one employee in the t- or employer in the town. Have the best health coverage. That's right. You get yeah. health coverage. Mm-hmm. You are required to buy a bottle of the Blackberry wine at the end of every shift. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's helping and drink, ourselves. And drink one at the beginning. Right. And then also, you know, we are the only beverage available at all football games. So, yeah. Uh, People be drinking there, too. Let's just say uh, you may not be hearing, you may not know the words Pepsi in the future. Let's just leave it at that. Let's just say. Because at this point, they're just a little startup. They're an 1893 startup. We're about to crush the Pepsi Corporation. It's going to be Well, Adam, I was was thinking maybe we should just buy them. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Keep the name. Buy them shits. Uh, we'll see. Anyway, we're we'll still see. huge Duck. We're still, I guess we should say, Webfoot fans. Yeah, man. Uh, duck hasn't quite. You know, we're going to let that be natural. We're, we're trying to keep, we're trying not to mess the Oregon Ducks timeline up too much. Trying to keep right. that, you know. So, uh, pretty good season, though. Yeah. Pretty good season. I enjoyed every game. Mm-hmm. Four game season. That's the night, yep. you know, you're in and out. You started November 5th. You're done December 10th. Baby, mm-hmm. get in and out. Yeah, we're playing at Kincaid Field because, of course, That's a month yeah. of profit is what is what I call it. Absolutely, I call it the month of whining and dining. And we're really pulling some Biff Tanners here, knowing the results, you know, yeah. beforehand, and making a lot of money betting off these rubes in Eugene, uh, which may be named after us in the future. Who knows? Uh, right now, we got Frank W. Simpson as our coach. He's going to have a two-year stint, if I remember correctly, uh, as our head coach. Uh, that seems about right. Yeah, good season. Three and one. Just gonna Baby. Sp- spoil that for you. Three and one season. We started off playing against the Chemoa Indian Tribe, and uh, we beat them 34 to zero. Well, home games, you know. Yeah, home games. That's what happens when you're at home. Yeah. Destruction. Uh, Pretty good game, if I remember correctly. What What were your thoughts? What were some of your takeaways on this game? Well, you know, honestly, it was a bit back. It wasn't too far long ago. Mm-hmm. But I do remember that there was just, like, all the, like, um, chrysanthemums. Is that how you say it? Yeah, yeah. Like, everybody had these yellow chrysanthemums. Everybody was wearing their yellow ribbons. Lemon yellow. Because, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And we basically, I mean, I want to say good marketing Probably, as we did discount every single, uh, you know, Blackberry wine, $1 if you wore something yellow. or There were rooters everywhere. Yeah, baby. Oh, dude, it was wild out there. Mm-hmm. We were going Nutter Butters. Uh, I'm talking about, like, Wilson was out there, Jack Way, Star, Bishop, all the, all the big ones, <laughs> yeah. Templeton. 
baby. Templeton, baby. <laughs> He's your favorite player right now. Love him. Yeah. Love him. So we him, beat, yeah. him and Dilly. Him and Dilly. <laughs> oh, man. Dilly is silly. That's what I'm trying to get going. And so then that really was more of a friendly exhibition game. It does count as the season, you know. Um, hey, a win is a win. But a win's a win. Period. A good time all around. 19 days later, Portland comes down and yep. plays us on Kincaid Field. Now, this is a game. <laughs> now, this is, this is one of those games where you're like, yeah. wait, is this even possible? So this is where Aaron really took hold, I feel, of the crowd and won the town's heart. Because yeah. he gave like a stirring speech he was pouring every man woman and small child a large cup of this uh blackberry wine oh baby and uh just he really he rolled a natural 20 on this on this charisma check because everyone Facts. loved him the crowd was ready and we go out there and we beat them 95 to zero boom 95 to zero yeah baby i'm talking about now, I got, yeah yeah so Everybody here knows, but since you're listening to this way in the future, to, that game actually took place on Thanksgiving. Did mm. that have anything to do with the fact that maybe Portland was fed some super sleepy turkey? I don't know. I, mean, I wasn't I do. a part of that part. I do. I saw you do that. Well, Adam. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. I, I forgot. People in the future won't care. Anywho. Yeah, we dropped I'm just saying, tur- it was... Maybe a little a light drugging and then a whooping. 95 yeah. to zero. My God. And so, actually, we had not played since the 1895 season. Uh, Oregon had a 6-4 victory over them back then, and that was an undefeated season, one of our best seasons of all time. Yeah. And then, so this was the rematch. Uh, Baby. A huge crowd, like we said. Just a huge crowd. Beat them 95 to zero, and then, like, just scoring at will – and Portland didn't gain a single first down. Yeah. That's how bad it was. Adam. I got, I got to, yeah. Without exception, mm-hmm. this game was the most one-sided contest ever witnessed on the Pacific Coast. Mm-hmm. Just going to put that out there. I don't, you know, I'd have to look into it. And, it, and anyways, Oregon players Ralph Starr and Clarence M. Bishop. You know, I'm a Starr fan. Yeah. Uh, and we talked about Bishop. So these two halfbacks, just just insane. Some of the, the best duck players ever to, to be a lemon yellow. So Starr scored eight touchdowns. Eight touchdowns. Boom. The longest coming on a 50-yard run. Uh, Bishop had I mean, six touchdowns. <laughs> so that's 14 touchdowns between two halfbacks. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. when you're just running like <laughs> you're crazy just running. on that Blackberry wine, baby. You're, you're not allowed to throw pushing. the ball. So, you know, that adds to it. But Bishop had six touchdowns, two 70-yard runs, one for a touchdown, and several other runs of 25 to 40 yards. So just an absolute butt-kicking. Butt-kicking. Unfortunately, the tide turned about a week later. Okay, look, I don't even know what I don't even know what to call this game. What was this? This was a mistake, a gut punch, man. I didn't think this game was supposed to be scheduled. It came out of nowhere for me. You hate you hate this team. They are by far mm-hmm. worst 
mm-hmm. thing about Oregon. So as you know, I'm not going to say their name. You say their name. I'm not saying their name. Multnomah Athletic Ugh, Club. You dirty bastard! How dare you say their name? Uh, they they are a gym basically started by a bunch of ex you know retired football players. Um, it's just a snooty rich organization that actually still exists in Portland today and yep. um, is well, very much still future. a rich in oh sorry yeah in the future in 2020. But yeah, uh, we played them in 1896, I believe, was our first time. We lost 6-12. to 12. Uh, 1897, we only had two games, as you all know. And then 1898, this year, they beat us 0-21. to 21. It's bullshit. It Look, bullshit. what we're doing, or Adam, let's be, what I wanted to confess now, mm-hmm. I should say, mm-hmm. is that I'm trying to build this Blackberry wine so that way we can start dumping money into our program mm-hmm. be the phil so knights that, of of old sure or you know maybe just phil knight's great grandpa <laughs> i don't know how that could happen oh man i'm gonna find out though <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just saying it's time to take these motherfuckers down because they have so much money mm-hmm. the only way you can battle them is with as much money and so it's time to get dirty in the corporate world yeah and so i i've also been kind of as a side hustle i've been writing for the daily eugene guard yeah um i wrote an article uh this is in december 5th 1898 newspaper i wrote this article um varsity men too light is the name Multnomah wins the big football game an exciting contest Multnomah Amateur Athletic Club, 21, University of Oregon, 0. Beaten, battered, shattered, but not disgraced. This is but a preface to the story of one of the most unsatisfactory battles ever witnessed on a football gridiron. I went a little hard there. Yeah. I do appreciate you uh, going hard, though. Yeah, I went hard. You know, at this point, football is pretty young, too, so this is a pretty bad one. But So yeah. I just wanted to pepper that in, support your local newspaper. I'd love for everyone to, you know, go to newspaper.com, read that article. It helps me out a lot, gets my name out there. Well, I think what hopefully we can do is buy the paper, and then, baby, you mm. get to write the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I That's love it. I love this little Citizen Kane mind you have, Eric. Yeah, you know. Uh, But, you know, until we can buy the paper, we do have to uh, put in some ads. And so, Adam, I just want to say, odds and ends, shoes to be closed at a sacrifice. See our display window for prices. This message was brought to you by J.V. Kaufman. Shoes, odds and ends. J.D. Kaufman's a good guy. I stand by him. You know, bills pay bills. Yeah. Any more uh, ads? No, that was the one. Are you sure? <laughs> For this segment, yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into this last one. Uh, so we had a real hayseed Waterloo, didn't we, Eric? Oh, baby. December 10th. Ugh. That's what I call uh, it. <laughs> I mean, one, maybe. I don't know. I didn't agree to that name. I didn't think it was, like, the it best. It caught on. It caught on. Everyone was saying it at the game. Well, Everyone's that's like, true, mm-hmm. uh, but I think... Get into it. What was the score? Tell us. Tell the people well, the score. Well, number one, a trouncing. Mm-hmm. Destroyed them on their own turf. And this is why I don't agree with the name. Or with, you know, Hasey Waterloo. Is mm. because it's something they kind of came up with. And then, you know, we like 
thought they were being cool. Mm -hmm. And so we started saying it. And I'm like, no, dogs, these dudes aren't cool. Mm -hmm. I wrote an article about this as well, too. All right. Uh, It's titled Hayseed Waterloo. (laughs) So I wanted to catch on. Yeah, because everybody was saying it. Yeah. U of O victorious on the gridiron field. Now, now I tried to I tried to be a little, you know, hone it in a little more. Well, also I have to say I love the usage of gridiron. Uh, mm-hmm. You did misspelled field. Yeah, but, but I mean these typewriters are really fucking hard to work, honestly. Yeah, when you have to put the little blocks in a row. This yeah. score tells briefly the story of one of the greatest football contests ever witnessed in Oregon. The victory for the Lemon Yellow was as fair as it was complete. As brilliant as it was surprising. Fucking beautiful. Yeah. No, it was an ass-kicking. We beat them 38-0. Boom! Boom! See you later, Agrix, Hayseeds, uh, uh, OAC, whatever we called you, Hillbillies. (laughs) Hayseeds. So there you go. Three to one season. Uh, Yeah. We kicked ass. What can I say? Kicked the living mm. shit out of them, Adam. Except for well, an athletic club. We'll get them next year. Yeah. I, I feel good about next year. This episode was brought to you by umbrellas, shoes, slippers, rubbers, children's Macintoshes, $2.50, men's Macs, $1.75, ladies' wool Macintoshes, $4, and boys' Macs, $1.50. This message was brought to you by F.E. Dunn, umbrellas, shoes, slippers, and rubbers.